0: hope everybody is feeling better than I am today I hope you have a little bit more of a clear clarifying voice I sound a bit like a frog this morning I woke up feeling like a bus hit me um, but hey I had this new microphone set up from my husband he has a little recording studio in our basement and I said I will only use this amazing microphone if you can help me figure out how to do this from bed. So as I sit here I'm trying to watch this little green light on the microphone turn yellow because if it's yellow that tells me that it is at the exact right spot. So yeah you'll have to tell me if this sounds any better than my first podcast ever because you know I'm moving up in the world. Got a new microphone Uh, So yeah, I I wasn't planning on doing a podcast episode today, so maybe I won't submit it for a couple of days, we'll see, but I have to tell you my super embarrassing moment that I had yesterday, and it is all thanks to my health condition, Uh, but sometimes people don't realize I have a health condition, and that's why it's embarrassing, but it's a funny story, so I'm going to tell you because uh, I'm okay with laughing at myself and I'm okay with other people laughing at me. It's not a big deal, because of Mrs. Potts, Uh, this is what happened. So on family day we went to a hockey game with all of my uh, Italian family. Uh, Super fun time, you can always spot us in a crowd because we're always the ones dancing at all the little uh, dance music intervals at the hockey game. And we are always standing up and cheering when we score goals. And it was such a good game last night. There were lots of goals. We were sitting right behind the goalie, which was fantastic. And we were having a great time. Uh, I don't drink alcohol for many reasons. Uh, One of them being my faith, another one being my health condition. Um, I can't have anything that dilates my vessels, my blood vessels because I already have issues with them not working very well so (laughs) it just would not be good so anyway I don't drink. So I stood up uh, because we scored like our fourth goal in a row in um, a short period of time and then my team is the Calgary Flames. Woo! Go Flames go! But uh, they always shoot off these like huge blasts of big flames from these big things from the big Uh, box screen thing. (laughs) I can't even blame this on brain fog guys because I'm not much of a sports fan. I go for the experience and the atmosphere and being with family. My love language is definitely quality time so I sucked it up and I went. Uh, But anyway, I stood up and we were all standing and we're giving each other high fives so putting my arms above my head is also not a good idea. So I'm giving everyone high fives with my arms above my head, I'm jumping up and down standing up, as I said in my first episode makes my heart rate go from, uh, at that time it was probably like 80 beats resting to probably 130 just from standing up and then put in some jumping and arms above the head and I probably went from 80 to 150 within 10 seconds. So I got a little bit dizzy and for me that's fairly normal but I was also like jumping and like chatting with family and super distracted so I got dizzy I fell on my butt <laughs> and not only did I just fall on my butt I fell and I fell like on our pop bu- um cup like our you know those like disposable <laughs> pop cups you get from the saddle dome anyway spilt the coke everywhere <laughs> <laughs> it was my husband's, and uh, yeah, so embarrassing. I, <laughs> I didn't even hear this, and it's a good thing, guys, because um, I'm Italian and I'm not much of a firecracker. But I'm not afraid to uh, stand up for myself and put people in their place when they're being a little bit uh, either inappropriate or ignorant or incorrect or whatever. I don't have a problem doing that in a in a tactful way. I want to say usually I'm pretty tactful, but. I didn't hear her say this but I guess my husband heard and he didn't tell me till after the game because he didn't want me to start a fight with her but the girl behind us (laughs) <laughs> when I fell and I spilled the pop everywhere, all over the floor, all my family were like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I'm like, whatever, I'm laughing to myself, I stand up, I sit back down, I catch my breath and carry on, <laughs> and still stood up at the next goal, because, you know, you gotta carry on and have a good time in life, you can't you can't limit yourself too much, as long as I didn't fall and smack my head, I'll survive, but uh, the girl behind me is like, oh, I wonder how many shots she had, <laughs> And I'm so glad Michael didn't tell me that she said that, because I would have been like, hey, excuse me, I have a medical condition. Would you like to see my medical alert bracelet? <laughs> like, that's how I would have uh, responded. Like, I would have just, like, kindly put her in her place and be like, no. You know what? You can't always judge a book by its cover. Was I acting completely drunk and, like, stumbling around and falling? Yeah. But you know what? Am I at a hockey game? Yeah. So I can see why she said that, but anyway kind of funny sometimes you gotta laugh at yourself and I have no problem (laughs) doing that so yeah I hope everybody else had a really fun family day um we sure did uh I don't know what else can I tell you I was thinking I was gonna do a post um a little bit about uh how I got to where I am now and that I actually wrote a book I don't know how many of you guys have been my friends for a while. My guess is those of you listening to my first few podcasts have known me for a while, but I actually wrote a book, I want to say four or five years ago, um, just about some of my health symptoms and my medical uh, findings and diagnoses and things like that. And I was having some weird uh, symptoms to do with my heart, uh, lots of migraines, had been into emergency about three times um i was separated actually i was uh officially divorced from my first husband at the time i was planning a wedding to michael uh we were gonna get married two weeks later guys so just to set the stage and add a little bit of context into this crazy story that you could see why i wrote a book about it like it's pretty crazy we always joke and say we need to like make a movie about our lives like it's just never never ordinary but you know what I think everybody kind of feels like that but I don't know maybe the Lord knows that we can handle a lot of craziness in our life and that we just kind to try to like uh carry on with grace or something like that. So two weeks before our wedding uh I've been into the emergency room for the third time that week for debilitating migraines and dizziness um and heart rate issues surprisingly enough but my biggest concern was how bad my head was hurting it was insane so I go in for the third time and I say look like here's me being my spitfire Italian sticking up for myself sometimes I think I got my medical or my nursing degree just so that I can advocate for my own health because I'm not able to work as a nurse right now it's just too much for me but uh, yeah so I'm in the emergency room At rocky view because that's where the ambulance took me in the middle of the night because my heart rate was like 150 and I had been sleeping like that's just unheard of and my head was killing me so I said you can't just treat me for migraine protocol like they have done the last two times I've been into the emergency department this week Something's wrong. You need to scan my brain. You need to figure this out. I'm not leaving. I'm not taking a migraine medication to put a band-aid fix on the pain and send me home. There's something wrong. And they kind of brushed me off blah, blah, blah. But I said, no, I'm not leaving. So I was pretty adamant. uh, And so they they did. They did a CT scan and they found humongous. uh, One was humongous. So we'll start with that one. They found a huge brain abnormality in my head. I don't even know where it is, to be honest. It's <laughs> it's in my brain somewhere. I want to sound all medical, but I don't even know which lobe it's in. I don't even know. I should know. It just feels like it's in my brain when I get migraines stemming from it. So I have this huge mass, probably the size of my fist. Like that's how big it is. Uh, in the book that I wrote, I actually included an image. I asked for my My CT scan images because it's impressive guys anyways so between the time that I had my CT scan results uh, they sent me for an MRI and this is emergency so at this point they're thinking like oh my goodness they prepped the foothills hospital for uh, brain surgery they thought I had a massive tumor they told my husband to start preparing. He wasn't even my husband at the time, guys. This is Michael, my fiance. Poor guy. Like he's gets called from work and says, "Uh, your your uh, fiance is in the emergency department. You might want to come and and get work covered and come and see her." I didn't want to bug him. That's me being me. So I just called the ambulance on myself and and had to let him know <laughs> once I was already there and the pain was a little bit more under control. So he's like rushing in, he gets this news that I possibly have this brain tumor that they need to operate on because it's humongous. Um, I gave him an out. I said, we're supposed to get married in two weeks, you did not sign up to um, take care of a possibly uh, brain cancer patient, you didn't sign up to um, you know, put me through chemo or watch me die or whatever it was going to be. We had no idea. So, of course, he stuck by my side and he let all my family know and his family know and he was as stalwart of a husband as could possibly be and I'm going to cry if I keep talking about that. So, yeah, he's my everyday hero, guys. I've got so many stories about him. But, anyway, he, he stuck by me and... Uh, Once the MRI results came in which are a lot more detailed and give a lot more information to doctors Once those results came in it was probably about four hours later So that was the longest four hours of my life probably of Michael's life and of my family's life We were kind of prepping everyone that guess what Teddy's got this possibly inoperable (laughs) brain tumor but the results of the MRI came in and it was not a tumor it was something called a developmental venous anomaly and not only did I have one I had four abnormalities I had three of these developmental venous anomalies which are basically like a cluster of veins um, all knotted up in my brain four, three of them and they shouldn't be there the fourth one was more concerning than these big massive DVA's it's called an AVM an arteriovenous malformation also known as a cavernoma (laughs) so what a cavernoma is is it's similar to the DVA but it's a cluster of arteries so the cluster of arteries is more at risk for bleeding than the clusters of veins in my skull Uh, they could all bleed don't get me wrong but the arteries are more uh, fatal um, more risky if they were to ever bleed so I only have one of those it's smaller than the rest of them uh, so I do count my blessings every day that my big massive DVA's are DVA's and not AVM's and that my little tiny um, AVM that looks like a little raspberry um, is tiny it's not the size of my fist so so that's that Um So I wrote a book. Uh, I recovered for a while. I had to find some ways to manage my migraines. In the midst of trying to find ways to manage my migraines, uh, I was put on a bunch of different medications that exacerbated a heart condition that I had underlying. So I had uh, supraventricular tachycardia um, and I had to get uh, about a year after discovering these brain abnormalities, I think, If I'm remembering right, I do have a lot of brain fog and memory loss, guys, because of my POTS. But uh, I believe it was about a year later that I had my SVT heart ablation surgery done. Uh, So they fixed my heart up. Um, Yeah, so I've been following up with a neurologist, a neurosurgeon, a cardiologist for a few years. Um, But I was still noticing that... I still have some interesting heart palpitations and my heart would race and things like that every once in a while. I still get dizzy. Uh, My cardiologist kind of just said, well, you know, like the SVT heart ablation surgery fixed the cardiac arrhythmia that you had, the SVT, but it doesn't fix skipped beats. So you're probably just having skipped beats and it's nothing to be concerned about unless you're passing out. Um, Don't get me wrong, guys. I came pretty close quite a few times in my life to passing out. Um, I've only really ever passed out once though, so again, counting my blessings, it could always be worse. Um, So yeah, I kind of just went about my life and worked and uh, fast forward to about three years later and I was still getting these debilitating migraines. I've been followed by a migraine clinic for the last two years. I take three medications daily to prevent migraines. Plus I do the migraine protocol Botox injections for migraines. So they do it all in your neck and your scalp and um, your temples and places that uh, you get triggers for migraines so all of these things I'm doing to prevent migraines and I'm still getting migraines not only are they migraines I'm getting dizzy I'm getting brain fog I'm getting confusion I have the worst memory I'm like emailing wrong dates and times and things like that so I talked to my doctor and I'm like you know what there's there's got to be something else going on I go into my neurosurgeon and he does a test to see if I have something called vestibular migraines which make me dizzy because I was so dizzy that day. So he's like, I'm gonna assess you. So he's doing this assessment and I'm standing and he's having me look from side to side and saying, does this make you dizzy? Does this make you dizzy? I'm like, yeah, actually uh, I'm dizzy but I'm not even just dizzy from that, just from standing, is it okay if I sit down for a minute? He's like, do you usually get dizzy when you're standing for long periods of time? And I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, that's just me though. I figured it's, I have low blood pressure and I always have and kind of have a high heart rate all the time and that's just me. He's like, oh my goodness, Teddy. So he sits me down and he he does these hypermobility tests on me. This is a neurosurgeon, guys. He's just a genius, this guy. If anybody needs a good uh, headache doctor, please ask me and I will tell you who to see. He's a fantastic doctor. Because he's done a little bit of research on POTS and he said, Teddy, I think you have something called POTS. Do you know what POTS is? Because he knows I'm a nurse and I'm pretty intelligent when it comes to medical terminology and things like that. I don't know if I have a gift for it or what. Um, maybe it's one of my spiritual gifts I've been given to deal with my my life of gong show of a a health situation but anyway um, I said no I've never heard of POTS and I felt stupid because I feel like I should have and he said POTS is an acronym it stands for Postural Orthostatic Tachycardia Syndrome and as soon as he t- said that I knew what all those words were and I was like oh my goodness before you even say anymore I know that I have that and he said okay uh, usually people with POTS it's, it's an underlying um, secondary not always but it can be a secondary um, syndrome due to something else and you are have a lot of hypermobility in your joints. I've done an assessment for that as well. So we're wondering if you have something called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. I was like, oh my goodness, okay, that's crazy. I've never heard of that one either. It must be really rare. And he said, yeah, it's about one in 90,000 people have that. So I'm like, okay, I'll go see my cardiologist and he he did the confirmation test. Yes, I did have POTS and sent me on. I'm on a waitlist for a couple others. Um, Other specialists. And uh, while I'm at home, of course, I'm looking at Dr. Google and find out, yeah, I might have this hypermobile, hypermobility type of EDS, but I think I have the vascular type, guys, because I've got these brain abnormalities, which are vascular abnormalities. And the vascular type just means I don't, not only do I have crappy um, connective tissue in my joints, I also have crappy connective tissue in my vessels and why else would I have not one but four rare brain abnormalities (laughs) that are vascular so anyway um that's kind of where I'm at today as far as my health goes and I'm I'm in good spirits I'm happy and uh, I love spreading awareness about it because it's uh the EDS is one in 90,000 people have it where this vascular one is 1 in 200,000 people are affected by it so it's pretty rare. So I'm a big believer in reaching out and connecting with other people and I do believe that there uh, is a lot of joy in feeling connected with other people whether it's going to work every day or going to church and socializing and being a part of something bigger than yourself so I've joined a couple of Facebook groups uh, that are related to my different health conditions and it's fun to share these funny embarrassing stories like the one at the uh, Flames hockey game yesterday and everybody laugh with you and cry with you and and empathize with you because they've been there um, because it's just such a rare thing so anyway I uh yeah I I'm happy I I experience a lot of joy in my life through my family through service through reaching out and connecting with other people through being an open book and spreading awareness and being vulnerable and I and I hope that it helps other people and I hope that it's easier for people to find this episode I know I'm still trying to uh, learn the ropes of doing my own podcast I literally got the idea as a joke from my husband and I'm like no I'm actually gonna do this yo (laughs) I can I can totally do this I can do anything I want to do especially when I'm lying in bed in my heavenly bed doing it but um, my bed is a a Westin Heavenly Bed. For those who didn't listen to the first episode, I uh, actually have a bed and the brand name is called a Westin Heavenly Bed from the Westin Hotels. So my bed is heavenly, guys. Anyway, I'm going to uh, let you guys go throughout your day. I hope this got you to where you needed to be. If you like to listen on road, on your commutes, I know that's what I used to like to do. Now I just listen while I'm chilling in bed, doing some bullet journaling. Um, But I'd like to hear from you. What do you guys want to hear about? Um, Look at my description of my podcast. I have a plethora of things. I'll talk all day long as long as I can sit here. Um, And my husband probably appreciates it because then I'm not yattering at him all day long when he gets home from work. So I hope you're good. I hope you can understand my gravelly, froggy voice because I'm definitely in a recovery mode after my busy weekend and my busy day yesterday at the hockey game. Um, yeah, hope you're all doing well and looking forward to hearing from you and deciding on what this next episode is going to be about. Um, take care, guys. Bye bye. <laughs>